Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is the question of a fandom. Which is better, Star Trek or Star Wars? Conflicts over the topic have ravaged convention halls for decades, with the jury still not yet decided on which one of them is the ultimate science fiction franchise. Me? I like both, but lean towards Star Wars. Each series does something different, and you know what? That's perfectly fine. But what of the actors who have appeared in both? Are they peace envoys doing their best to bridge the great divide across the stars? Or are they double agents, spies, secretly working the system in a way that works to their advantage and theirs alone? Either way, with both franchises continuing to expand, and with Trek culture and what culture Star Wars now a thing, I'm Ewan, this is what culture, and here are 10 actors who appeared in Star Trek and Star Wars. Number 10, Greg Grunberg. Grunberg is an actor on this list who can thank J.J. Abrams for much of his success. He was originally cast on Abrams' show Felicity, and they have remained working together since. He, like Simon Pegg, appeared in Star Trek in a voice-only role as Kirk's uncle, and then appeared on screen in Star Trek Beyond. He would also then go on to appear in Star Wars The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker as Snap Wexley, honoring the revered Star Wars tradition of playing a pilot who will have eons of expanded universe material written about them in the years following their big screen debut, despite doing very little on screen. It's okay, I love Wedge Angelis too, it's all fine. We're all friends here. Number 9. Finola Flanagan Irish actress Finola Flanagan is a Star Trek 3 Peat. She first appeared in Star Trek Deep Space Nine as a former lover of Curzon Dax. Then she would appear in the final season of The Next Generation as Juliana Tainer, Data's mother. Her final Star Trek appearance to date was in Enterprise, guest starring in the episode Fallen Hero as the Vulcan, Valar. While she has had a long and successful career in film and television, her Star Wars appearance may not be the highest on her list of successes. In the 80s, there was an attempt to market the Ewoks as a spin-off franchise. Flanagan played Katarin in Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. She is a survivor of a shipwreck on the forest moon of Endor when she and her partner are kidnapped by the Goraks, leaving her children to attempt to find them with the aid of the Ewoks. Number 8. Clive Revel Clive Revel is something of an oddity on this list. Star Trek fans would know his face from Cupid, wherein he plays Sir Guy of Gisborne, 
that would be suited to Vash's maid Marion. He plays the role with a devilish wickedness, perfectly suited for the over-the-top character. However, he had previously appeared in Star Wars, though fans would now have quite a job in trying to find him. Before Ian McDermott came along to ruin his party, Clive Revel was the OG Emperor, chicken eyes and all. In The Empire Strikes Back, Vader speaks to a holographic representation of the Emperor. In the pre-special edition version, Clive Revel provides the voice of this Emperor, meaning that he's always had dreams of lofty titles in his mind. Number 7. Ian Abercrombie Ian Abercrombie was a celebrated actor who appeared in Star Trek Voyager. He played the Abbot in Someone to Watch Over Me and also Milo in Spirit Folk. He brought a sense of fun and vitality to the part, running around with Richard Rail Seamus. However, his voice acting would take a much darker turn in Star Wars. In the Clone Wars film and TV series, which you should all go and watch, he voiced Emperor Palpatine, or Chancellor Palpatine, for the first five seasons. He sadly passed away before he could complete his work on the series, though, being replaced by none other than Tim Curry. Number 6. Clancy Brown Clancy Brown has one of the best voices in Hollywood, period. There are many roles that this actor would be known for by audiences. He played Byron Hadley, the sadistic guard in the Shawshank Redemption. He also appeared in another Stephen King property, namely Pet Cemetery 2. Look, you win some, you lose some, okay? His voice became widely known, however, for portraying Lex Luthor in the incredible Justice League animated series, with its deep bass perfectly suiting the evil genius. He would also play Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob SquarePants. In Star Trek, he was far less evil, far more freedom-fighting in the role of Zabral, a man who fights against his government while trying to con passing starships to help him in his cause in the Enterprise episode Desert Crossing. In Star Wars, his credits run a little longer. He provided the voice of the Mandalorian bounty hunter Montross in Star Wars Bounty Hunter the video game, the Knight Brother turned Sith Lord Savage Opress, yes that is his real name, in The Clone Wars, and Imperial Governor turned Rebel Alliance member Ryder Azadi for Rebels. He also portrayed the Deveranian Berg in the TV series The Mandalorian. Number 5. Sam Witwer Sam Witwer is a surprising entry here because his role in Star Trek is one of those blink and you'll miss him parts. He portrayed a Zindi Arboreal in the Enterprise episode The Shipment. While this to date is his only Star Trek credit, the same cannot be said of his Star Wars work. He has been a huge part of the Star Wars universe for years now. His role in the galaxy far, far away originated with the original designs for Galen Marek, codenamed Starkiller, which were drawn up for Star Wars The Force Unleashed. The designs were close to his appearance in Battlestar Galactica as Crashdown, and so he was encouraged to audition. Not only would he become well-known as Starkiller, Darth Vader's secret apprentice who now no longer exists in the current Star Wars canon, he also went on to voice Darth Maul in Star Wars The Clone Wars and Solo, A Star Wars Story. He also voiced Palpatine, taking over from Tim Curry in the third season of Star Wars Rebels. He is credited with dozens of additional voices throughout the Star Wars universe and is just generally great fun. Number 4. Ron Perlman Ron Perlman was, of course, one of the scariest looking baddies in all of Star Trek, with the vampiric makeup covering his face for him to become the Riemann Viceroy under Shinzon. His trademark growl shone through, allowing him to be instantly recognized in Star Trek Nemesis, even if the audience never did get to see his face properly. 
and something of a theme, his face would not appear in Star Wars either, but rather his voice. He played Garnacht, a Trandoshan salvage ship captain in Star Wars The Clone Wars. He takes a ship that contains R2-D2 and even manages to keep the droid a secret from Anakin Skywalker. However, the trader gets a little bit cocky and when he tries to sell the droid to General Grievous for a higher price than agreed, he's unceremoniously stabbed in the back. Number 3. Simon Pegg Simon Pegg may just be in the running for World's Greatest Nerd, which is a title many readers, writers, and dreamers would happily go 10 rounds with him to achieve. Appearing in both the Star Trek and Star Wars franchises, while sacrilege to some, is a mark of high honor here. Pegg has even gone one further and appeared in Doctor Who as well, so he's now three franchises into assembling the Infinity Gauntlet of sci-fi filmographies. Meeting J.J. Abrams was a stroke of luck for Peck. He was cast in 2009's rebooted Star Trek as Scotty, adopting the famous accent and clearly enjoying every second he was on screen. Peg, writer and star of such shows as Spaced, had been well known as a geek for a long time, and it was a dream come true for the actor. Then, in 2015, he went on to appear in Star Wars The Force Awakens as Unkar Plutt, the massively large Jakku trader who doles out portions to the scavengers of the desert planet. He suffered immensely under the heavy suit, but it was all in the name of love, and I imagine several portions. Number 2. Brent Spiner to anyone who has even a passing knowledge of Star Trek, Brent Spiner is a familiar name. Data is one of the most beloved characters in the franchise, walking into the footsteps that Spock had left behind. He immediately shone in Star Trek The Next Generation, with one of his distinctive traits being his voice. He would go on to guest star on Disney's Gargoyles, which, between that show and Batman the Animated Series, roughly 100% of all Star Trek actors would do at some point. It was the Gargoyles connection that brought him to Star Wars, as it was with Star Wars Rebels writer Greg Wiseman that he had worked on that series. He was cast in the first season of Rebels as Gaul Travis. He was an Imperial Senator, one who was outwardly critical of the Empire's actions, yet in reality used his speeches to encourage protests, which would in turn allow the protesters to be identified and captured by stormtroopers. And number 1. George Takei George Takei was the first Star Trek regular to have a part in a Star Wars production. For years, he was known to audiences as Mr. Sulu, the navigator of the USS Enterprise. He would rise up the ranks and eventually captain the USS Excelsior, receiving far more to do in Star Trek VI than he did in many of the preceding films. His time behind the camera was both turbulent and incredibly interesting, and he has become an activist throughout his life. His casting in Star Wars bridged something of a gap between the two franchises, though his dreamed of recurring role would not come to fruition. He was cast as Locke Durd, an Amordian arms dealer and separatist leader during the Clone Wars. He was meant to become a recurring villain, though this never happened as the show was cancelled before he could return to the part. And when it was revived, he wasn't around there either. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.